Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Yo. Hi, how are you? What? Up? How what? how was your first live viewing? What do you mean live? I didn't watch it live. Okay, well, we're we're technically caught up. That's what I mean. Uh, how yeah. was your first caught up viewing? Oh, well, God. here's the thing. Also, the I watched one yesterday and recorded an episode. And then I watched one today and recorded an episode just like I would have every Monday and Tuesday. Right. But this is the first one that aired last night. And yeah, but are you after. hearing me? No. What was I I'm say? saying nothing about my schedule has changed yet. I see. So until it's like I get a week off and then I record one, then it's going to be like, wow, this is new. Hmm. This is new. Well, I recorded it on my TV, and then I watched it while fast-forwarding through the ads. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, so I still had to watch it on the, the app, and it was doing that thing where, like, every two minutes, it stops playing for five seconds, and then when it starts playing, you've missed that five seconds. Yeah, why does the app do that? I've had to reset my 
Apple TV a few times because of that. I've done that. I've reset my Apple TV. I've deleted the app and gotten it back. Nothing changes it mm. except time. You just have to come back later. I see. Yeah. Well, that was Tech Corner with Anna and Nick. <laughs> yeah, guys. Let me know. Uh, send me your Mac questions at <laughs> MacBoy at Mac.com. MacBoy. <laughs> Silly Billy MacBoy at MacBoy.com. Yeah. Um, I actually watched the after show as well. I was texting uh, you all about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's that? So it's just like literally uh, Andy Cohen has like two cast members, two or three cast members on the show. You know, cu- currently it's over Zoom and they talk about the episode or after the season. every episode. Yeah. After every episode, it automatically <gasps> recorded. It automatically recorded with my episode. Please write in. Write to us if you know anyone who works at the Bravo app. Because these people, I I swear to fucking God, are Mm -hmm. ruining. You know, it's like every part of the production of a show and the distribution of a show and the presentation of a show Mm -hmm. need to be working. Yeah. And they are dropping the ball. The producers are handing them absolute gold. Yeah. Here's the problem. The Bravo uh-huh. app, dog. Yes. Well, A, if you're binging, you can't binge anymore. Why? Because um, you have to back out of oh, you're right. the next episode and then pass one, maybe two just filler episodes that they're like brand new, never before seen footage. And they might be talking about four seconds. I've yeah. never noticed a new second of footage anytime I've ever watched one of these episodes. Yeah. And then add the Kate Chastain watches episodes from her house. Yeah. Episodes. And it's like, and so it starts playing those automatically. You can't include those in autoplay. You want to include them? Great. Do it on a separate grid. If I'm watching extras, those keep playing. Yeah. If I'm watching behind the scenes episodes, those keep playing. If I, for some reason, have no, have so little going on in my life that I need Kate Chastain talking about episodes. Well, I shouldn't say that to this audience. But like, I I don't get the point of like watch with Kate because it's like now she has this talk show. They did after the thirty minute like after show. They had the Bravo talk show with Kate, and they were talking about that exact episode. It's like how many times can we listen to these same people? reiterate their opinions i mean uh, too many too so anyway um that's one thing that sucks about this app the other uh, the other part is that it's just so glitchy Mm -hmm. it's so glitchy generally Mm -hmm. and then add in these like um these these pauses a lot of times it just won't play a lot of times it, it just won't allow you to rewind anymore um, sometimes it just shuts down 10 second forward, 10 second rewind buttons. And, uh, also it does not let you know what episode you're on anyway. Like if, unless you're up to date, it's showing you like whatever the, you log on and it's like, Hey, you want to, you watch below deck. Do you want to watch Either the new episode of Below Deck, even if you're like episodes behind, or for a while it was stuck for seasons. It was just stuck on one episode 
like three years ago. Yeah. And um, it's always something different with this app. And no other app is like that, although I do have my problems with the MTV app. Huh. It's also very, very bad. Oh. But there's so many other apps that are just working. The TLC app, it looks like nonsense, but everything always works. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And the only other place to watch it is Peacock, which is the only bad interface that there has ever been on a streamer aggregate right. network site. I don't know what we're calling them anymore. Aggregate, if I recall. Right, yes, yes. Well, it's all owned by, um, what are their fucking names? Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, Universal, NBC Universal. So it's like, mm-hmm. some apps work, some apps don't. Why not? Yeah, maybe work harder. Yeah. Work harder, Bravo app developers. Work or maybe harder. somebody needs to get fired, Bravo executives. Yeah. Maybe you need to hire an entire team. I agree. Maybe you need to go over to like the FX people and be like, how do you do it? How do you just have an app that works? You play live? Wow. You play live? Anyway. Wow. Let's get into this episode. Yes. So we are talking Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5, Episode 19. This is a funny one. Not a great showing for old Jessica, who is spiraling in a way I don't enjoy watching. She reminds me of like all the girls I grew up with who were just a little too intense and dramatic for anyone's taste. It's just like not everything means you have to beat a girl's, like beat a bitch's ass. Like, or you could just be like, hey, like the anger, man. The anger is unnecessary. It's so aggressive. I don't like it. You don't have to beat anyone up. If a woman touches your boyfriend's butt, just be like, hey, that made me uncomfortable. Easy peasy. There you go. Yeah. Well, put anyway. that on a poster and put it in every fucking dorm room in America. Could you imagine? Yes, Ladies, I can imagine. Has someone touched your boyfriend's ass recently? Yeah. <laughs> Some slut. See, that's not what we like here. Hmm? We like... What you mean? Okay, this accent you're doing, not great. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you know about that? What you know about that? What you, what you know about that? I'm not going to keep <laughs> going as if I'm this poster, but we'll just get into the show and y'all can talk amongst yourselves, the listeners, that is. So we continue with Jess being heated because she claims Aisha touched Rob's butt and she's like walking around the fucking boat just like mumbling things like, I'll beat her ass. I am not the one. You don't do that shit to me. I'll fucking kill you. Like, you don't get to do that. Yeah, don't think that I, I don't do that shit. Like, so much. Like, calm the fuck down. And Jess is convinced that Rob and Aisha are clearly into each other. Oh, yeah. She's they clear. It is clear. Dude. Only Jess. Who doesn't want this? <laughs> exactly. But like, I still get calls from Taylor. Only Jess could possibly be into this guy. Because he no. is. He's incredible. <laughs> Move over, Marky Wahlberg. Marky Wahlberg, yeah. Rob is here. Rob. 
I have no words. I have no words. Yes, ma'am. It's just like, um, no. No, that's all I have to say about that. You don't have a single word. It's just like, comma, no. No. No to Jess. Just all of it, no. God. I mean, I'll tell you what my favorite episode, what my favorite episode, my favorite scene in this show was. What was your favorite scene in this episode? Maybe when Jess is confronting Aisha and Aisha Loki like kind of laughs in her face like no one cares. 100% (laughs) Um, She's like, well, yeah, no, it wouldn't be a problem for me and my friend group because we'd all laugh it off because it's meaningless. I like that she doesn't let her off the hook. Like she's not like, yeah, sorry, sure, right. It was bad. Yeah. She's like, it wasn't bad. I know it. I'm sorry you're upset. I'm sorry for nothing else. You destroyed your ex's house. I want pictures. Yeah, I need to see I photos as well. Pictures. So if you're a little sleuth out there, get at me. Dog. I would love to see photos of what she did to her ex's house. Facts. Facts. Well, she is off her rocker. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, whatever. You know what? I I honestly, because at this point, they're not staying together. Um. No. 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 What do we do tomorrow? You and me. We won't talk tomorrow. What about the day after? No, we will not be speaking until the next episode recording. Here's what's going to happen. I'll text you things that I learn Uh or made for the Instagrammer and Twitter. And you will promptly ignore me or just respond with that thing where you hold the thing down. You can say, exclamation, thumbs up, ha ha. And that's probably the extent of our communication. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find that dismissive? No, I don't really care. I like that you do. I mean, it's a quick way of you giving me your thoughts that I'm fine with. Because then I know how you feel. I know if you're into it. I know if you're not into it. I know if you're well, excited about it. It's just like and a scheduling it's thing, you know? It's like, is this cool? It's like, there's literally, you don't need any extra information. It's like, yes yeah. or no. No, it's to the point. It makes sense. Um, unless I was like, when's your birthday? And you just responded with a thumbs up. That might annoy me. Well, I don't do that. I'm not no, some I know. psycho. <laughs> I know when people ask me what my birthday is, that means I'm getting presents. Yeah. Sure. So on the way to shore with the guests, Aisha's telling Rob how cute him and Jess are. While Jess is literally on the boat like, Aisha wants to fuck him. And it's like, God. Anyway, Rob Mm -hmm. says, I had no idea Aisha grabbed my ass because I didn't feel anything. But usually I have a very sensitive bum. I had an accident when I was a child. I sat on the top of an elephant bone. And uh, ever since that day, I've not been able to feel anything in my ass except for your fingers, Jace. Perfect. And Rob is talking Thank to the you. main primary, Hannah. And I'm like, that's who you should be concerned about, Jez. Not fucking uh, Aisha. You should be concerned about fucking parkour Hannah. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm yes, from Japan. Yes, I am on Instagram. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm from, or she's from, I'm from Japan. And he's like, oh, I went to Japan and lived there for a I while while I was modeling. And then she's like, oh, are you on Instagram? And he's like, yes, yes, I am. Of course, I'm on Instagram. I'm a former model. I hope you enjoy pictures of me scowling. <laughs> he gets so much. Every time I look at him on the show, his face looks more and more severe. And I mean, Every like, time he's I just, look at him. he's so angular. Just like. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you know, it's funny when you see some of those faces where you're like, look, obviously I'm not attracted to this guy. And. Probably most people I know would not be attracted to this guy, but I understand why he is attractive and why he is a model. You know, I get everything. I'm one of these guys that sees things from every single angle. I'm like a Joe Rogan type. He's not like voting for super Biden. great at Instagram. Like he doesn't post a lot of like modeling shots. Ugh, God, he's too down to earth for my taste. Uh, yeah, like, you like, like you like just a real pretty boy, like a pretty, pretty Ricky. I like someone I, that I don't know if they'll treat me well or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen Zach. I've met him. I know what's I like going a guy on. who who will just treat me so, so poorly. Right. Yeah, looking at his Instagram, he's such a little, like, cornball, like... Here we go. This is like the horniest pick of him. Oh, he's got to rack it up to a girl's butt like he's going to use her ass for tennis. Horny. Anyway, Rob, man, of course he's on Instagram. I wonder if Hannah follows him. You know what? I'm going to fucking look it up right now. I'm going to see right now if Hannah Yu, I believe is her name, follows Robert Vestergaard. Rob Vester. How can you tell? How can you see that? Where can you, how do you do, how would you, I go to his following and I type in Hannah. No users found. Oh, that makes sense. No users found. Three mutual. Who the fuck follows him that I know? Let's see if he follows a Hannah. Looks like Hannah does not follow Rob. Wow. Interesting. Well, you know. You do not need to follow someone to DM them. And I found her Instagram pretty quickly. It's Parkour Mama. You can talk to someone uh, through DMs without following, and he's probably Jesus. worried about dress, so Dude, he made a secret pact. She is wild with this fucking parkour. Yeah. Holy shit. That's good. I mean, she's not, like, pro, but she's definitely out here parkouring. Like, she's about ready to break her hand. I'm showing you. Wow. She's All got right. prosthetic legs? No. <laughs> what? That's what you I got out of that? I Oscar Pistorius doc. Oh, right, can, right. Now I'm suspicious of everyone's legs. Actually, he walks so well. Take it back. He does follow Parkour Mama. There we go. And Parkour they Mama. Fucked. Wait. They fucked, they fucked, they fucked the duck. He, they, 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 they fucked him up. Wait. He follows Parkour Mama, but she, does she follow him back? Oh, my God. This is the worst episode of Catfish I've ever seen. Oh, wait, no. She follows him back. Okay, well, whatever. That's who Jess should be really concerned about is Parkour Mama. Anyway, Jess tells Bugs that Aisha grabbed Rob's butt 
and she's going to beat the shit out of her. And she's like being a real wild card, being like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm being real serious. Like, I'm just trying to be calm. And Bugs, who is so Bugs, not some aggressive human being, is like, she says she's speechless because Jess is being so aggressive and intense. And she's like, what? And Aisha says she doesn't talk to Rob a lot while on the boat because of Jess. So it's nice to get to know him off the boat as a friend. I don't know how many times, like, Jess truly believes, like, how could anyone not be into Rob? And it's like, well, people have different tastes, Jess. Like, not every, not everyone wants to fuck that guy. Yeah, Just, a lot of people want to run from that guy. <laughs> That's mean. Hi, yes, mom, I met a boy. Oh, no, 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 I'm not in love. I was just saying, I think his dad may be Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, how, why would you say that? Does he sleep in a coffin? Yeah, but he, he pretends, he always pretends like he just fell into it. Mm. But then stays there for sometimes weeks. Oh, that is pretty weird. So Bugs is telling Malia and Tom about Jess's aggressive behavior about Aisha touching Rob's butt. And it's turning into a game of telephone. Because by the time it gets to Malia, she says, Aisha walked up and slapped Rob on the ass. And it's like, no, this is a mess. It was just Aisha casually hovered her hand over Rob's butt in a photo because he was wearing a backpack. I don't know, telephone, man. It always gets skewed. And then Jess is like, look, I'm not really sure I have anger issues, but I did have to get into my tie to release all my aggression without going to jail. I was like, honey, you had to Yo. get into my tie because you were going to go to jail from all your aggression? Okay, now, please, if you guys can... Uh... Tweet at me, what is a Mai Tai? Oh, God. And uh, hashtag, what's a Mai Tai? And then maybe tell Anna what a Mai Tai is. And then ask her to pronounce once more this phrase what, she's trying to what, pronounce. Mai Tai is a drink, but then what was she saying? Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Okay, got it, got it, got it. If that's a Oh, I'm saying Mai Tai M-U-A-Y. like the drink. And you're saying M-A-I. I see. <laughs> So Muay Thai is like Thai boxing. Yeah. I see. I see. Now okay. I see. It sounded like she was there. saying Mai Thai, but she was saying Muay Thai. Right. She may have been, but you don't have to. Got it. Well, I didn't make the connection. All right, guys. Um, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this break. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And we're back. Moi, toy. Yeah, just stresses me out. Oh, for sure, dog. Like, this is... The person you fire. I just want to ring Sandy's ear for one second. I want to give her a call, have her answer the phone, social distance, mm-hmm. and talk to her. You know? And say, uh, Kiko was a good go. And this girl is a psycho. Which I say only because of its similarity to the name Kiko. I see. But she let him go, man. And now she's got two psychos. Where if she had let Jess go, she would have one psycho, meaning Hannah. Yeah, well, let's not diagnose them. Because Hannah would still be there because Tom would have never came in. Which means that she never would have had to been forced to change rooms, which means she wouldn't have had that panic attack, which means also that she wouldn't have, Malia wouldn't have um, wanted to harm her by taking a picture of what she saw and sending it to Captain Sandy. There you go. Mm. Mm. Sometimes it. I, I know you don't know what this feels like, but mm. when you are the smartest person in the world, oh god! I guess like heavy is the head that wears the crown. I guess if I can sum it up, yeah. I am. It's just nice to speechless. get I am everything like, right. Somewhere. Right after Jess said all that shit to Bugs, and she said she was speechless. That's me right now. I am speechless. Hmm. Well, anyway, Rob and I are talking on shore, and we learned that. Aisha's not Aisha. Rob's mom got him into modeling when he was a baby. My mom got me into modeling, mud wrestling. Yes, I looked this up, and this this part is actually true. I googled how how did Rob get his cheekbones, and so apparently his bone structure happened because he got trapped in his mom's vagina during birth, and she did a kegel at the right time, thus creating his high cheekbone structure. My God, where'd you get this information? Um, they said it on the info. show, and I was like, that's so interesting. I'm going to Google this. And I Googled it, all based in fact. 
That's incredible. Yeah. That's nice to, to know uh, that you can do that and that if you have an ugly child, it's because you did not Kegel at the correct time. Yeah, it's unfortunate your mom decided to just slip you right out. My mom! <laughs> oh, what if I, oh, you got a yar. <laughs> Oh, man. Yesterday, um, Zach was editing one of our episodes, and he just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. And I was like, what's so funny? And he was like, Nick pronounced it La Hala. <laughs> of course this man fucking, this this dude was fucking, he was, he was born, his dad is San Diego and his mom is Orange County. Uh, yeah. Of course he thought it was funny. He's the only other person. <laughs> thought it was funny. I just heard him laugh uh, again of me telling you that. Anyway. It's funny. It just makes me sad. <laughs> Why would it make you sad? Because I don't like it that I'm stupid. You're not stupid. You're just a... Uh, stupid. You're just a Lahala boy. Whoa. Uh, no. Zach is. Zach is not a Lahala boy. Zach's a Huntington Beach boy. Wait, hold on. Oh hold my on. god! Whoa. Literally nobody knows. Whoa, the I difference. just made my background into Lahala. Lahala. Wow. I'm just surfing a wave in Lahala, bro. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All that's right. how Rob's bone structure was made. Nice. Um, and Aisha says Rob is very nice, but he's a tortured soul who reminds her of Edward Scissorhands. Now that's fucking hilarious. And she fucking nailed it. He is Edward Scissorhands to a T. That's uh, so Yeah, him. no, for sure. But it's like, it's weird to be like, and that's why I'm not attracted to him. Because he's hot. Edward Scissorhands is the sexiest guy. Um, No, I mean, I'm, I think it's more she's not attracted to the personality type of uh, Edward Scissorhands. Which is just like so tortured. No, but what I said... Do you understand? Yes, Edward Scissorhands is so sexy. Yeah, that's what it is. Now that you said it, that's both of us have said it now. So I guess it's like a hundred percent. It's uh, two out of two podcasters of decades say it. Right. Well, Tom says he's going to get his shit together because he's not happy with the way he's acted. Hmm. What do you know? He says, while they all have bad days, he doesn't want Malia to see him, like, spin out like that. And I'm like, dude, it's too late. Like, she saw you at your absolute worst. And that's assuming that's your worst. I don't know if you can get worse than that, man, but maybe you can. Like, Tom is truly, like, they're like, never judge a book by its cover. Because Tom has got a look that says chill vibes. Uh-huh. Inside the book that is Tom... It's just a bunch of like ragged scribbles with like, fuck, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Like that's what inside Tom's book looks like. So mm. you see a book, it's a book that's covered in, uh, <laughs> it's a book that's covered in like flowers and daisies and like little baby deers. And then the inside is just fucking, no, you know what? <laughs> the inside is just, you open it up. It's like one of those books that has the inside cut out so people like use it. Inside, yeah. you open the book up and in it is a severed hand that's okay. been rigor mortisly yeah. molded into a middle finger. Right. That's good. I Because, okay, before you said that, I was going to say it was like he's sitting under a tree reading a, 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 a 
Teenage Mutant Ninja, an issue of Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles. And then, you know, behind it, what he's actually reading, is it's been hollowed out and there's just turtle parts in it. <laughs> just that he's cut up and that's just where he keeps his turtle parts. And they're not fresh, so he's pissed. Like <laughs> <laughs> killing other turtles. <laughs> yeah, he is terrifying. Anyway, mm-hmm. Tom decides to take a break. As the guests are coming back to the boat, and of course they want snacks, and Bugs is not excited to wake him up, but she does, and of course he's like, he's fucking kidding, he wants snacks, it's fucking bullshit, I just never get a fucking nap, oh, they want a snack, but... Hey, maybe think about that they might want snacks, and prepare some fucking snack food, you dumb idiot. You piece of shit. Fucking, if you had prepared something and it's like, oh yeah, cool. I put it on the pan. Put it in for, they just leave a note. If they want snacks, take this out of the refrigerator, put it in the oven, 350 for 20 minutes, put it on these plates. I've left them out. Put it on this, in this order, I made a little diagram. Nick. I'm going to bed. You're a genius, but unfortunately you are not the one working on this boat. I'm a fucking genius. Because that's a great idea. Now it's confirmed. Yes. Plan ahead. Then you can go take your 15-minute nap or whatever you need to, like, re-energize the demons in your soul. Oh, my God. You get the energy back to uh, suck Malia's soul some more. Yeah. So one guest, Zyda, doesn't eat bacon, apparently, and it's on her chicken Caesar salad. Zyda sounds like the person's name that has possessed Tom. Yeah. Well, she's... <laughs> Don't awaken Zyda! Yeah, well, Bugs says she's feeling the heat because this is technically her fault because she did see that Zyda doesn't like beef or pork on her preference sheet. Hmm. Which, in most cases, Captain Sandy would be like, are you now looking at the preference sheet? Yeah, if Kiko had been there... Captain Sandy would have um, tied a string between all the dishes and her eyeballs and followed every single one of them and watched them were eaten and then got immediate feedback. And then came back and yelled at Tom. But she has just simply checked out of Tom. Well, also, I think it doesn't matter because there's nothing he can fix. There's nothing she can fix if it happens now. It's over. And she's probably like, look, I don't even captain anymore. None of us below deck captains captain anymore. All we do is the show. The other 10 months of the year, we manage our various restaurants. They've all got multiple restaurants. I say all of them. It's two of them. Yeah. Sandy and Lee. You know, I don't think she's acting very captain, Sandy. (sighs) You're so dumb. (laughs) I also think that Tom has scared Captain Sandy and she just doesn't want to be around him. Sure. Yeah. She, yeah. She she realizes, I think, you know, actually probably a testament to her that it's like too close to the end of the charter to teach this person a lesson. She can't fire him. She can't dress him down anymore because he'll just walk off with one meal to go and just totally fuck her. Yeah. But a part of me is like, why can't they just, like, order out and then put it on plates? Yeah. Also, another part of me is if I was one of the stews, 
namely Bugsy, I would press the exact right button where she cannot be blamed and Tom goes off and leaves the boat right before tip time so he doesn't get any tip. Because mm. if yeah. you leave the boat without being fired, yeah, you don't get that tip. Right. Maybe. So Aisha is on with Jess and Jess confronts her and is like, just think I need to get off my chest. You touched Rob's ass. And Aisha's like, what the fuck? And she's like, well, I didn't mean to do it that way. If I did, it was a joke. And she apologizes. And she's like, look, like, his butt isn't particularly majestic. And I was like, that's, that's valid. That's valid. It's not a butt that's dying to be touched. And Aisha says, in her group of friends, they don't care about dumb shit like this, and that's ridiculous. And uh, Jess is just one of those girls who just creates drama to create drama because she's bored, I guess. And things, I think if things were going well in her relationship with Rob, she wouldn't have cared. It's not because she's bored. It's because she has a mental illness. <laughs> she has aggression. No one is doing this for fun. No one's like, hey, you know that great date I was going to have with that guy I love? What I'd rather do is scream all night while crying. That's what I'm saying is if her and Rob's relationship was like going so well, she wouldn't have even like noticed that or cared. I think she's just taking shit out on Aisha. Yeah, for what he said to the charter. Because that shit was legitimately upsetting. What did he say? To the parkour lady. Oh, when he's like, you see and hear me. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I don't know what she said. If that I walked made up to Lyra, that. like touching some guy's arm, saying, It's not often that I'm seen like this. I would I would move out. <laughs> I mean, that that's really? the worst thing. Really? That, you would move that could out? Be happening. I would move out. Okay. What if she was doing that to a girl? I would move back however many feet they wanted me to. <laughs> You're an idiot. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure we see Jess take a shot of alcohol in the galley. They played it twice. Wow. Look, she's not a good stew. No. Anyway, Bug says she started yachting in her early 20s, and then soon after, her two younger sisters, two younger siblings joined, so she feels like the trailblazer in the Drake family. And being an older sibling has great responsibility, and she feels like Jess is her lost little sister. But she doesn't know what other advice to give her because she's tired, and Jess is Jess. Jess? Jess is Jess. Jess? Yeah. Jace, you said Jace? Jace. But anyway, Rob tells Jess, he goes, there's been a shift in energy that has hurt me, and I don't know why it keeps happening, and I feel like there's a lot of jealousy and overreaction. Uh, and Jess is not impressed, and Rob says, I don't do jealousy, and I don't want to keep questioning shit. And she's like, okay, fine, then go be with Aisha. It's like, this is... This is two geniuses talking. And we should be lucky to witness it. I am lucky. I can't believe... I use my parents' login on that Bravo app. 
Jesus. Pay for your I own cable, lucky. you loser. Why? Because I saw your girlfriend and she was touching another man's arm and she said, can I use your cable password because my boyfriend doesn't have one? But my mommy has one. She <laughs> okay. knows that. Exactly. She can use my mommy's. Yeah, your mommy's. So you're like, I, I love my girlfriend. She reminds me of my mommy. Yes, she does. You're like Paget. You love your mommy. I do. You always find a way to bring up your mommy. I mean, if it comes up, I'm not going to deny her a, a thought on my brain. <laughs> your mammy. All right. My mommy. So, yeah, your mommy. My mommy. Yeah, your mommy. My mommy. <laughs> okay, dude. You got to chill. My mommy, Florida. No. So, um... Bugs is annoyed that Jess is supposed to be working, but instead she's off fighting with Rob. And Bugs keeps trying to radio her, but Jess is basically in her own bathroom crying. And so Bugs pulls Jess aside to give her a pep talk and tells her to stay on her shit for this last charter. And Jess basically says that she doesn't give a flying fuck about anything because she's only focused on Rob. And I'm like, this is not a good relationship. No, but at least she's not Chief Stew or Bosun because that happens to them and it's way worse. Yeah, I would argue that um, Jess is a lost cause. Just send her home. Do the rest of the charter without her. You don't need her. You can get Alex to run plates up for you. You can get Rob to do turndowns because Rob likes doing weird shit. And then Rob will be happy. Rob will be happy? Because Jess won't be there to be like, I saw you look at a girl. I doubt it, Slappy. Yeah. So Rob asks to talk to Captain Sandy. And this is a strange conversation because rarely does someone go like, Captain, I need to talk to you about my relationship problems. (laughs) Like Captain Lee would be like, hey, man, this is your problem. But not Captain Sandy. Captain Sandy would love to be... Your licensed therapist. Different license, technically not for therapy. It's more for uh, being a captain. But, hey, if it's on the wall, it works. So Rob is like, Jess is being very jealous. And it's I'm driving myself crazy trying to figure out what I've done wrong. And then he says, I want to stay in yachting and pursue the engineering route. And then Captain Sandy tells him to talk to David. Who the fuck is Dave? David's one of the ghosts on this boat. And uh, she tells him that David can give her, give him advice. Do Do you think ghost David also has a horse cock? No. Can you believe Eddie's coming back? Dude. No. I gotta watch some more Robin Williams. Yeah, I know. Stand-up specials. Get ready. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer of season eight yet? No. Oh, no, dude. There is already, there is footage of Eddie doing Eddie in it. And guess who, (laughs) guess who is doing it with him? The new chef. Apparently, she's got Eddie vibes. Oh, my God. Is the bosun going to fall in love with the chef again? Good God. He just needs one little tugboat, if you know what I mean. Oh, Jesus Christ. Captain Sandy tells Rob to talk to David because they're going to be doing a crossing over to the Bahamas after this. 
and they're going to do some like engine work. And she said it'll be good for a good time to do some engineer training. So, yeah, while this conversation is happening, Aisha's telling her friend on a phone on the phone that she doesn't like the unnecessary drama that Jess is causing and that she's happy that she's one day closer to flying home and seeing her family. And she says she finally thinks she's done with yachting. We're about to lose Aisha for good. She's done with yachting, Nick. Oh, no. She's going to fucking get sucked into the world of driving around in a van. It takes the best of this show. All of my favorite yachties now live in a van. We're talking Aisha. We're talking Rocky. We're talking Adam. JK, he's not my fave. (laughs) Yeah, okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So Rob says he might go to Bali and see how it is there. And Malia says she's surprised that he still wants to go with Jess. And then she says, if she if Jess acts this way when she knows people are watching, how is she going to act when no one is watching? And I'm like, ooh, good point, Malia. I hate to agree with Malia, but good point. Good point. Yeah, good point. So Rob goes and he talks to Dave. Wait, hold on. He goes and talks to David. David, the engineer. And he says he isn't sure what he's doing after this. And he asks David questions about the crossing. 
to get the engine work done. And Rob says, it's a great opportunity. He says, it is a great opportunity for me to get my sea time and get my 200-ton ticket like Malia has. And then I can get better and quicker at yachting and stronger and they won't be able to stop me. And David's like, well, you need to tell me if you for sure want to come because I need to um, figure out like what the deal is, you know, because they have to pay him because it's industry standard for him to be paid while on the crossing. And Rob's like, I will think about it. I will think about it, Nick, Nick, Nick. I don't like it when Rob thinks because Nick. like a black hole opens up and fairies Nick. fly out. Yes, Rob, what? <laughs> Nick, uh, what, what do you What is it, Rob? You only what? got one more episode left. What is it? What do you call cheese that's not your cheese? What do you call a cheese that's nacho cheese? Hmm. What do you call something that's nacho cheese? Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. I don't know, Rob. Please tell me. It's nacho cheese. Okay. Boo. Uh, what, what, uh, why aren't dogs good dancers? Why aren't dogs good dancers? Why aren't dogs good dancers? Um, it's because they have... Two, I can't think of a two left feet pun for dogs. God damn it, it's they have two left feet. Are you reading these before I can get to them? <laughs> okay. Ah, One no, these more. were bad. Sorry. How I'm a professional comedian. How also. do you get a tissue to dance? How do I get a tissue to dance? How do I get a tissue to dance? You blow your nose. No, you put a boogie in it. Oh, I have heard that one. Yes, Wait, a child, Rob, are you not writing these? A child told Captain Lee that once on the show. I think it was oh. Master Pearson. So. Captain Sandy admits that despite all the Tom and Galley drama, that Malia is still doing a really good job on deck. But she has a lot to learn before becoming a captain. And Captain Sandy really wants to help her do that by outing her on national television. Oh, wait. No, it was on Cameo. By outing her on national Cameo. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how she wants to help her become a captain. She's like, hey, honey, you know, you can't be a captain unless you're a lesbian, apparently. Nice job, Captain Sandy, trying to put people in the box and out them. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, fuck you, Captain Sandy. I don't God like damn that. It. I'm fucking sick of your shit, dog. You best be not show up in season six, yo. I do wonder if she'll come back. I hope she eats a turd. And falls asleep forever. Sorry. No, these are my notes on the president. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think she will be back. At least for one more season, I think. Yeah, well, she's uh, very competent and there's no reason why she shouldn't be. She's fun to watch. She uh, creates moments. And uh, I got no problem with Captain Sandy. I would be surprised if they brought like Captain Marcus back or something. Yeah, that would be funny. But also, eventually, one of these fucking bosons has to turn into a captain. No. No, I'm sure it's going to happen. 
What if they brought I'm Chu sure out? a bosun is going to become a captain of one of but those no, boats. No, but the thing is, like, you can't just become a captain of, like, a 180-foot boat. I understand. You have to work your way up to I, that. That's what I'm saying. It's It might take a few years, but we've already, we, we've already been doing this show for fucking—they started filming this in 2011, dog. It's and they just added a new one. This is going to be going for a long time. This it might take ten more years, but we'll still be here doing this show every week as our primary source of income. Seventeen dollars a week. Yeah. Well, so during dinner service, Zyda, of course, doesn't eat beef, so Bugs is nervous to tell Tom. But he makes chicken very quickly for her, and they write it, and uh, Zyda says it is delicious. But, of course, Tom is so annoyed at himself because he says there's a lot of preference sheets, so mistakes can be made. But, you know, I fucked up, and now I have to kill everyone around me. And it's everyone's like, Tom, no, no, no. But it's a massacre. Mm -hmm. Everyone must suffer because Tom accidentally served a woman who doesn't eat beef beef. Right. That's his life. We lost everyone well, that day. Yeah. Makes sense. We lost sense. everyone. Yeah. Well, Jess and Rob, Rob's helping Jess do turndowns. And of course, they get into another tiff because he's like, I'm a very, I don't even know what he says. Like, I always have an opinion or something. He and said, she goes, I'm a very freaky girl. And then she's like, yeah, I bet you are. And he's like, what did you say? And she's like, you heard me. And then they get into a fight. He's like, your energy is off. She's like stabbing him in the heart. And he's like, something about the energy in this room has changed. (laughs) Exactly. They have the worst (laughs) relationship. So the guests have their silent disco. And it's always so silly when people dance with no noise. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't trying to make fun of them enough. Uh Uh-huh. Go, girl. It's like absolute nonsense. You have to know what that's going to look like on television. Mm. That's not for television for you to look cool. Well, Queen, they look fucking lit. Just kidding. They look absurd because they're also all wearing pajama onesies and jumping around. That's hot. And it's like, guys, mom week off. Am I right? I'm having a great time. I can't hear you because like. We're all wearing individual headphones. Woo! And uh, hey, guess what? That doesn't translate to camera very well. Ugh, whatever. All right. Uh, everyone goes to bed. It's the next day. No, it isn't. And they wake up and Rob and Jess are fighting all over again. And Rob's it's like, like... it was yesterday, but it's the next day. Yeah. Rob's like... Stuff is being blown out of proportion. And what I'd rather blow out is your asshole. He says, I cut off all old triggers and I'm happier alone. It is better that way. And Jess is like, I'm scared to love you anymore. And Rob's like, that's fine. And Rob says, I am very guarded, but I can open up. But then I set traps. And if you hit that trap, then you get the fuck out of my life. He says, I'm used to things being taken away. So I'm okay with being alone. Hmm. Huh. Okay, dark boy. <laughs> he is so too like, much for sad. the show. He's so tortured. I just don't even know. Like, 
Maybe he should date Edward Scissorhands. Maybe Rob and Edward Scissorhands, Edwina Scissorhands would be the best match. Doesn't he also, doesn't Edward Scissorhands make a match with like a Edwina Scissorhands or something? Or do they make that up? Um, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, maybe I made that up in my mind. Well, <laughs> Rob goes to, um, Rob goes to David. The boat goes David. And he tells him, David, I'm in for the crossing. Sign me up. And David's like, okay, bro, let's do this. And that's where the episode ends. And uh, let me tell you. That relationship's going to end. What? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know? Because. because uh, why? Because this is not going to work. Oh, tell me one thing about it that you don't think is going to work. Um, the fact that Rob um, hates Jess. And Jess hates Rob. Well, Jess doesn't hate Rob. Jess hates her brain. I don't know. They don't get each other. They're on different wave lengths. You ready for boat facts? Yeah, let's hear some boat facts with Nikki T's. Okay, this is a riddle. Great. Four people were fishing on a boat in a lake. Mm-hmm. You still with me? How no. many people? Four people. And what are they on? We're fishing on a lake. Okay. In a boat. In a boat. The boat overturned. No. And everyone in it sank to the bottom of the lake. Jesus Christ. However, not one single person got wet. Not one single person got wet. How is this possible? Would you um, like me to read it again? The mother was the doctor. Close. <laughs> yes, read it again. <laughs> read it again. Four people were fishing on a boat in a lake when suddenly the boat overturned and everyone in it sank to the bottom of the lake. However, not one single person got wet. How is this possible? Okay. Is this boat facts or boat riddles? It's boat riddle today. Okay. It's boat facts today is riddle day. It's riddle okay. day on boat facts. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's because not one single person got wet. Because the boat was filled with dogs. Not one single person got wet. Oh, they were all in relationships. Yes. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Can I tell anyway, you? Anyway, that's boat facts. Just have a little fun today. Can I tell you what I learned from the after show? Please. So I texted to you last night, but I'll also tell the listeners. So Captain Lee and Kiko were on with Andy Cohen. Captain Lee defends people having meds on board because he's like, we're, we're captains. We're not doctors. If someone has a prescription for their meds, we can't stop them from taking it. Like if they need their meds, they need their meds. So that's how he defended the cat showing up with Xanax. He said she showed me her prescription, so everything was okay. Hannah couldn't supply the subscription, or the prescription, not the subscription. The prescription, so unfortunately she had to go. But he says he's very suspicious of how Malia stumbled upon Hannah's stuff. He kind of implied that maybe uh, Malia was being a bit of a snake. Of course she was. Everybody knows that. 
everything out there was like perfectly situated for you to see everything in one shot. Yeah. And like you could tell it was her. She had her name on it. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. And her passport was there yeah. to prove that was her. Her passport was in the photo. It Get was opened up here. photo. Um, the to her face. Yeah, it was the photo was enlarged. Jesus. But anyway, Kiko's also on, and Kiko, because he's such a sweet angel, he refuses to talk shit about Tom. He says, No, no, it's very hard to be on a boat like that. It's very hard. So sometimes, you know, people react the way they do, and he refuses because he's such a sweet angel. And then Captain sweet Lee. Boy basically says that he would rather have Kiko as a chef than Tom. Wow. And that he's also not partial to having couples on board because it never ends well. Wow. And those are the few little facts from Captain Lee's boat wow. facts. That's incredible. This show is, is morphing into something much, much greater than we had ever expected. And I'm uh, so happy that uh, you're along for the ride. Anna, we did it again. That's another episode of Below Deck for your ears. Yeah, this is a fun episode. Next episode is the finale, and we're going to watch it live. And then I believe after the finale, there will be a reunion at some point. I don't know. Part of me feels of like they'll play the reunion Probably be before. Probably two fucking episodes, too. Yeah, apparently Andy Cohen says a lot of interesting things and things are uncovered in the, um, fina- or in the reunion. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Are. So thanks so much for listening. This is uh, Below Deck Mediterranean Season 5, Episode 19. Hey, guys. Do you have anyone that watches Below Deck who's funny, cool, maybe famous a little, maybe not famous, just comedian that you would love to see? Yeah, no one's given us any ideas since well, we asked yesterday <laughs> in this episode that'll come out in 30 days. Yeah, so tweet at us, Instagram us who you would like to see on this show, and we'll try and get them on if they watch Below Deck. Yeah, definitely Instagram us. Also, go check out our merch on Public. We added a new Master of Boat Facts shirt. So check that out. And uh, yeah, give us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. We would love that. Put in a boat fact if you have one, because Nick is about to do boat riddles for the rest of the show. Also, if you have a boat riddle, that would be interesting. It'd be hard to kind of tell us. Now we could see you the like the boat riddles. Um, I'm just trying to give you stuff to work with, okay? No need. I got plenty. And uh, yeah. Good night. Deckheads on Public for merch. Tell us who you want on this show and then follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DeckheadsPod and email us at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com and follow me at Anna Hosting. Nick is at Nick's Turners. What a fun ride. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.